You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. Um, Per usual, Therapy Notes is sponsoring this episode. For those of you that are looking to switch EHRs or you need um, some special things that some of the other EHRs don't have, like the ability to have medication management in uh, notes and scheduling capabilities in there, um, try them out. You can get two free months by going to www.thegrouppracticeexchange. Nope, I'm wrong. www.therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange. Okay. So today I have Tara Vossenkemper. I love your last name, by the way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> on with me. It. You married into it. Yeah. I did, yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about implementing big ideas without getting bogged down by all the big ideas. And I, I love this topic um, because I feel like it's something that I've dealt with and I'll continuously deal with, but also it's something that just people, business owners, group practice owners, um, we deal with a lot. So uh, thanks for bringing up this topic. Tell me a little bit about why this topic is important to you right now. I think the short version is because of the balance with family and work. And I have a two-year-old son and I would like to have a second. So that's probably another um, added component. But ultimately, I start to feel resentful whenever I have more time away from him than what I want. Yeah, And then it's hard to like figure out, okay, where did the shift? Because it was good for a while and all this, now it's not. So what, what's the shift? Is there something else you're trying to, to do? Is it, are you trying to scale your yeah. practice? Are you trying to add like a, another income stream? Is there something that's going on right now that's <laughs> pulling you away? Um, I think it ends up being a, like a combination of all of the above, which is probably just my, I don't know. So I remember someone asked me once, well, what is it you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to do everything. So, you know, <laughs> what's the problem with that? But I think it's a little bit of everything. So I do a lot of supervision. So it's, um, Scaling a practice, it's trying to make sure that the clinical work is quality and like pretty exceptional from from my standards, you know? Yep. It's um, trying to figure out how to like stay connected in the community and like that marketing and networking piece and um, and trying to figure out there's like always like small things on the back end that I want to shift. And if there's like tweaks to the ed- website I want to make, like as we grow. So I guess ultimately, yeah, scaling a group practice, maybe that's yeah. short version. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would say. Yes. So um, the first thing that I hear, and, and this is sort of my um, default I was going to go to, but then you brought something up just now that I was like, perfect. Cause it, nice. it makes sense with my default here um, is that you brought up, I know this is just a small piece of it. Um, Edit, updating your website or editing your website. Yeah. I was going to say that with when with scaling, the thing that I found to be the most helpful, and I know it's a big kind of buzzword and people are talking about it a lot right now, um, is is being able to have more support people on your team to do it. Um, and I'm hearing like one of the one of the mm-hmm. examples is with you with the website. Like you should not be updating your website. You should be able to say. Hey, Fiverr guy, um, or Hey person in my office, I need Mm -hmm. you to add this bio, or I need you to, you know, update this page or, um, give me a copy of what you think the content needs to look like. Um, if I want it to be more, you know, X, Y, or Z, you need to have someone else there because those are the things that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And I did our whole, I think part of it is, um, 
I don't know what the word would be. I'm not quite sure what the feeling is. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's something about letting go because I've done our what, I mean, the whole thing I've done from ground up. And, and I started it back in like 2000, I had 13 or 12 or something before I even was a group practice and before I moved to Columbia. So it's like, it feels a little bit like my baby, even though not quite the same, you know, yes, but it I hear. feels like, yeah, this I've, I've done this thing and I'm sure that somebody else could do it better, but also who do I trust to let go? Like, well, I did this. I have the same. I did the same thing. I mm-hmm. went on to WordPress. I learned YouTube how to oh, put Lord, together. Yeah. yeah, I did all that. Mm-hmm. So the, my website is same. Um, but I started small with things that I knew I couldn't do. So um, I think one of the first things that I and I use a guy, a Fiverr guy now that does like all the technical random mm-hmm. stuff that mm-hmm. some of it I can't do coding, but some of it oh, I could sure. easily do. Um, but it's just so much more worth my time to have him do. And and because, you know, you have a fully built web- website, um, mm-hmm. you're not going to be doing, I mean, unless you're doing a major overhaul, you're only making updates. Like you're changing things here and there. Yeah, adding some pages and stuff. So for, yeah. And for me, mm-hmm. I, it was, um, although it's hard to let go of something that, you know, you put together, I was able to be consciously aware of I'm only asking someone to make a small update and then let me know really quickly so I can go on the website and see if I mm-hmm. like it. And then within five minutes, I can say, revert back to the original. Yeah, right. I don't like it, you know, and, and no mm-hmm. one's going to know the wiser. And I think that's what really helped me with the small things like websites and things that maybe I've been in control with uh, since the beginning is that okay. most of the things were small shifts. So, um, you know, I know it's finding your person or your people that you can trust, but in the beginning, knowing that most of the things you're going to be asking other people to do, you know, especially if we, we default here to the website stuff, mm-hmm. it's not going to be these grand things. Like if you're going to ask someone to majorly overhaul your website, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's a different story, yeah. um, but to make updates, to add a clinician's bio page, you know, at this point, um, my VAs are the ones that, so my, um, I have a Fiverr guy that does any of the technical stuff. And it started when he did the, on my website, I have a clinician filter tool because we have so many clinicians. Yeah. It sort of filters them um, and clinic clients can pick like by location or they can pick by age. Yeah. Or they yeah. can pick by specialty. So it gets pretty um they can really hone in on who a good fit is. They can say, mm-hmm. you know, adult individual counseling that specializes in, you know, adult ADHD, um, adoption and um, you know, anxiety. And it'll like filter a little as every time you add like a clinic, uh, a different specialty area or a different mm-hmm. view, you can see like the, the faces oh, yeah. of my therapist going away yeah. and away and away until it's down to like one to three people that, um, that work with that. So it started yeah, with that, which awesome. I was like, there's no way I could ever do this. So right. there wasn't an issue with me feeling like I needed to control it. Cause I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing with that. Mm-hmm. I, I could not build that. Um, and it started with that and seeing that it worked well and, and he did a great job that now, um, other little tweaks, like he does, you know, updates my website, um, and the, in the widgets or whatever, the plugins mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Um, and little things. Um, and then I have a VA who's been my VA, um, the crown creatives virtual. I bring them mm-hmm. up all the time. They manage mm-hmm. book pages and all that. Um, anytime I have a new clinician, they do all of the like pretty stuff. Cause my, my Fiverr guy is not, he doesn't do pretty. He does Got it. Pose functional. And, like functional things. Yeah. Like, oh, my header is like too far off the screen. How do you make it fit? He'll mm-hmm. do that kind of stuff. And my Fiverr girls or my um, crown girls, they know that they know what my style is. They know what our branding mm-hmm. is. And so th- they're the ones my, my clinical director will say, Hey, 
um, we have a new hire, here's her bio, and they'll literally replicate what our bio pages look like and plug in, you know, all the information of the, the new therapist. And Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So I'm just, I, I know we're going uh, into a lot of detail on one little simple aspect, but I am betting that a lot of this, you know, if you read Mike Michalowicz's clockwork book, uh-huh. a lot of doing things that you probably mm-hmm. can really let go of just right. as an initial not getting bogged down piece. Um, I know that there's more to it, which is, you know, having a lot of ideas and wanting to implement different things mm-hmm. um, and structuring your time around that. So I want to jump into that piece. But yeah. my, my initial start would be, what are the doing things that you're doing that should be not your, not your doing? Yeah, right? that should be like, that's probably a huge thing because I'm even yeah. thinking about, I'm having a conversation right now with one of my clinicians and it's about updating her information or updating information on their bio, actually two. Yeah. two clinicians like, Hey, we need to update this information because it's not quite right. And you're sort of like, be, they're beginning to niche down and, you know, like yeah. understand themselves more. And so, um, I'm talking about this with them instead of, and then like thinking about, okay, I need to like make these updates on, I mean, all yeah. of it, it just, yes. yeah. So, it's okay. A lot, cool. it's, a lot of, it's a simple thing, but it's a lot of back it and forth. Cause you have to, it is. sometimes you have to, um, kind of like, fuel the fire under them to, to yep. remind them to actually update that bio. And then you have to go back and forth with them on, you know, editing their edits. And then you have to yes. put oh it up on the website and you have to let them know that you put it on the website and have them look at it yep. and they like it. Yeah. Yes. It One is a lot of back and becomes, forth. Yes. Um, well, I think it probably, maybe that's some of what feeds into the issue though, is that it's something that seems like it's not that big of a deal. Like, Oh, it'll, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't, I know how to do it. It doesn't take right. me long, but it does yeah. take me long. And I yeah. don't realize when I sign up or, quote, sign up for something when I opt to do something or when I decide, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, that it ends up taking me, let's just say eight hours instead of 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's yeah. yeah. So, so um, go I ahead. would say, what is your, what is your structure? And by the way, I know no one heard this before the recording, but you know how you sure. couldn't see me? <laughs> see yeah. Darn Katie Vernoy from Evolve to Thrive <laughs> at our, um, at our conference last week. Yeah, yeah. And her little swag thing was those camera covers. You know, I was actually wondering if you had a camera cover on. That's yeah, so funny. That's hilarious. So mm-hmm. you're like, I only see blue. I'm like, I have no idea why it's blue. It's I literally just noticed as I'm staring at that that I was like, oh, that is super I, I, funny. I okay, it sideways. I was like, oh, there's the blue thing. That <laughs> so, that's I really funny. Back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. So at least you got to figure it out. Your structure of who you have in terms of like leadership or support people? So I, I, I don't really, I don't, I know. And I have, and I think you know this, but for anybody who's listening, who doesn't, I have a, I don't want to say I have a training practice because I don't really think of it that way, but it's like ended up becoming that. Yes. So I have, like I work with a lot of clinicians who have come out of school. So I have some provisionally licensed folks. I have um, a couple of interns. I love it on one hand because I bring on people who, and I've, I've taught, I've taught for a long time. So I, it's, it's easy to recognize talent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. natural talent. So I bring on people who I think are really awesome and then I help mold them and help them develop and et cetera. But the issue is then that I don't have people who are fully licensed. Yes. So I have folks who I think are like, I already have them slotted out. It's like, okay, I know she's going to be this role and he's going to be this role. And I've had discussions with them. But I don't, I, that's like, I think some of the other thing is, I don't know how much, and I think I brought this up in the group once where I posted as a question or I asked you something in a comment or something like that, but I, I still am kind of stuck with what can I pass over to somebody if they're not fully licensed yet? Or what can I, 
because I can't do state supervision. Like that's an obvious right. answer. That's you know? just you, right? I mean, if yes. you have no other, no fully licensed people, then yes. you're definitely going to have to be the person or you can hire that out. Um, but you're going to have to, at least for now, be the person that's doing that piece of it, which is a huge piece of it. Training it's, people is a lot of work. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. And I love it. That's the thing. Mm. It's like, I do all these things that I love, but, but then I'm left feeling exhausted or right. resentful or yeah. Yeah. So, a combination of the above. Do you have any, um, VAs or anything like that? Or is it just you? Oh yeah. I have a client liaison. So she does all the intake stuff and okay. like sets up. Yeah. And then I have, um, one of my people, I call her a details technician because she follows up with each client. She does a lot of, um, um, little postcards. We send out postcards yeah. and takes with, cons- you know, with consent, like we make sure they're comfortable receiving minimal yeah. mail from us. Yeah. And then also, um, surveys. So yeah. uh, surveys on the effectiveness of counseling surveys on how was your intake session post termination. And then also something at like three and six month mark for their, um, it's like a mental health screen basically. Yeah. So she Are does you doing that. like the SRS ORS type thing. Oh yeah. We, every clinician does that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that's, it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have those two people who are supporting the front end kind of front office. I like to think of, um, you know, the, the beginning of getting a client to become a client through their first few sessions and making sure that they also are having success in their sessions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a back end person, someone who's doing the billing? Um, no, we're private pay. So I just go through nightly and I do the billing Okay, because it's so So, easy and we use therapy notes. So the clinicians then take payment and stuff. Oh no, we require credit card on file. So they have to just like click a button or whatever. Yes, literally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Same, same as us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, and then you, that's it. So you have these two people, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, I mean, j- from a very sort of simple, sim- I'm simplifying this right now, standpoint, how, you maybe just need to have a VA that's very part-time, that's not in your office, that's doing some of these odds and ends stuff. Um, you know, some people have them as kind of personal assistants or, um, virtual office managers who are really just doing like, Hey, they, you know, I need my, this part of my website updated and Hey, can you just make sure that, um, you know, these packets get sent to our referral source or, Hey, do some of my social media. I don't know if you're doing any social media stuff, but like, look, Mm -hmm. I would write down all of the non- like there's a lot of things that don't actually need to be you. Some of the stuff needs to be you. Yeah. Supervision right now, that needs yeah. to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of things that you that are not the person that needs to be the one doing it. Um, but I know you mentioned your interns or your, uh, not interns, provisionally licensed people and how you can incorporate them into a more support role while they're provisionally licensed. Yeah, because one of them is also, sorry, I just cut you off, yeah. but one of them is, uh, she is... Um, I, and I talked to her about this already. I was like, look, you, she is very much, she's the, what is it? The rock? She's the rock star. She's the like steady, yeah. implement stuff quickly, integrates things quickly, gets it, is on point, does things in a timely manner. She's so efficient and meticulous about things um, that I, I would love for her to be the person that people go to with outside of supervision questions. Yes. But also having her shift in, you know, it's like the, is that, is that allowed? Like, can, I mean, that sounds so stupid, but yeah, it's like, can yeah, I, I do that? Is that I mean, what, what, what kind of things would she be the go-to for? Are you thinking like the, um, you know, for me, I have like the onboarding coordinator. So it's those first 90 days questions of where do I find mm-hmm. this or how do I put this into therapy notes or 
Um, who do, you know, what do yeah. I do if this thing happens? Like that kind of stuff. That's non-supervisor clinical yeah, I think management so. stuff. Probably. Yeah. Because she also already does things like, well, she, she keeps the office. Like she, she's a, she has a lot of kids too. So she's used to like paying attention to supplies. Mm-hmm. So she'll keep the office stocked or she'll say like, Hey, she'll do orders yep. or like paper towels or Kleenex. And then okay. I just have to approve them. So mm-hmm. that has been amazing because it's just something I don't want to think about and yeah. I don't have to. So that's really nice. But having her shift into a role where it's like, um, you know, we have, this sounds so lame, but it's so helpful. We have feeling wheels for each office where I'll, you know, cause I specialize in couples too. And I absolutely pull those things out. And so I had her get them laminated yeah. or like the ORS and SRSs. I had her do prints of each one, do like uh, transparencies for over the top for easy scoring and then laminate them so that we were not wasting paper. Yeah. She, you know, so she's already doing a bunch of little things, but it's just people aren't going to her with questions about. Well, it sounds like um, she's kind of like an informal. She is. Support person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, my, but what I would be doing is you're not, what? But also not tech savvy. She's not tech, tech savvy. Okay, mm-hmm. so she doesn't do anything that's related to tech. She doesn't mm-hmm. do uh, any of your social media management or she doesn't do any of, you know, the, the updating your website. Um, but in terms of maybe getting less people on your staff, I'm about order and, and mm-hmm. having like, I like having, I, I think you probably have seen it in, in the exchange, but I have this grid, um, oh, grid's the right, right word, but. I, I have a gridish sort sort of thing that organizes mm, all the support and leadership people um, mm-hmm. in my practice and organizes them in a way that like lets me see this person does all of this. This person does all because it's really easy to have you know one person that can kind of do some things, kind of like what you're mentioning, this informal mm-hmm. like you sort of use her for some things, but you're probably not using her as best you could because there's probably some other things that she can do that you just mm-hmm. haven't talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But then also your staff doesn't know. So that means that they're still going to you. Um, I would kind of put a structure or a grid together. And um, do you use uh, G Suite? Yes. Okay. They have, this is what I used. What is it called? I'm going into it right now. Hopefully I don't cut in and out. I know when I go on the internet, it does this. Um, it is a Google drawing. So if you oh. go to Google, it's if you go into your drive and then you'll see like Google Docs, Google Sheets, Google Slides for me shows up and then there's a more button and then you have Google Forms, Google Maps, there's a Google Drive. I go into that. You don't have to actually, you can draw on it, but you can also just make boxes and, and things like that. I This is where I made my little grid because I, I need to visualize and see my kind of operation of my of my yeah. practice to see whenever I think of another thing. So like for, for me, um, uh, last month, I um, brought on someone who does, who really does my social media management in a more intentional way. So we're not using the Edgar anymore. We're not doing all this, like just posting random stuff, but Mm -hmm. having someone who's intentional about, um, you know, kind of using what our um, style is as a group practice and and showing that to the world. So it's less about Mm -hmm. like sharing articles and inspirational Mm -hmm. quotes and, and more about things that the community would need to know or want to know so mm-hmm. that they would connect with us. And we've seen a huge difference. But yeah. um, one of my clinicians is he's this like super um, artistic type. So he works with like musicians and he, uh, you'll hear like the guitar playing because he has mm-hmm. his guitar in there and he does that as like That's a awesome. closing thing with some of his clients. And they'll Aww, yeah. 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 Um, but he's like super artistic. So 
and he loves to do photography and videography. Mm -hmm. And so we actually put into place last month where we're like, you know what? Because I've said to my therapist, I would love to have little like three minute or two minute video clips of yes. me on here. And they're all like, no, which I'm the same way. Uh, but Nick yeah. is so like down to earth and he's like the one that'll like walk around with his, sh his shoes off and just be totally like at home where every kind yeah. of, like, <laughs> I feel so comfortable here. Um, and he, he'll be like, you know, no, worry. you'll be, we're just going to record this. Don't even worry. But you know, he yeah, can, yeah. Get, he can get people <laughs> to do things. So, um, ever since he started doing this, we've seen a huge shift, but, um, what I did was I looked at my, my little Google drawing thing that has my or organizational structure, the people behind the doing parts. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, um, in terms of like social media and just getting, the community, because as you know, um, you know, Casey and I both are really high on community engagement. Mm -hmm. um, we, I wanted to kind of use that more when it came to social media and really connecting to the community, not to mm -hmm. like have a million other group practices following or things like that, but really to just right. community and supporting other businesses in the community and stuff. Um, and ended up finding that he would be such a use when it came to, yeah. and that's something that is his strong suit and that he loves to do. And, and now he gets to do this kind of work on top of seeing clients. So right. long story short, I would put something together and organize who is doing. So it might just be you and your, um, client care coordinator mm -hmm. and whatever that sure. other person is, mm -hmm. um, and list out, not that you have to list out every task, but list out the general theme of the task. So like, you know, reception, uh, or intake mm -hmm. might be the one. And then the other person might be, um, I don't know what you'd call that, but like client satisfaction, like, like kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would like something like that. Because I call yeah, I call her a details technician because yeah, yeah. her stuff is like way more techy, but it yeah. really is about the overall client experience. Yeah, client experience. Yeah. So maybe that's like the general like gist of the tasks that she's doing relates to that. And then yours mm -hmm. and see, because I, I, I bet you that um, either like a VA, like my crown girls who are, you know, do it a, a handful of hours a week might be enough um, of hours to shift some of these like techie things that you really shouldn't be doing. And there might be some other stuff on your, on your list. Mm -hmm. uh, going to the, the big ideas, the things that really are kind of, you sort of have to do. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the things that are coming up for you on that front? Because that's like the visionary sort of yeah. part where yeah. th that's where I tend to get bogged down. Um, a lot is, yeah having all these ideas and being like, I want to do them all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's a thousand things. Where do I yeah. start? Yeah. Or here's a thousand things like, okay, let me just get these few details worked out. And then I get stuck in that. Yeah. I think a couple of the big ideas. Um, oh my gosh. So maybe that aren't like huge ideas, but some things that I want to start to implement and do that are like, okay, grander scheme. I want to set up a client resource center on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, again, that would be more website related, but I want a client resource center. So when people come through, they also have access to more things than just therapy. Is but it I don't want resources that are yours or resources that are directing them, directing them away from you. Oh no. Resources that are ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like handouts they would use in session or like videos to explain okay. concepts that come up frequently. I'm or... totally interrupting you right now, but that is exactly the thing that your provisionally licensed therapist should be, should do for you. Uh, one because it. it's it's great for them in the in the scheme of learning because yeah um, this, that's whenever we have an intern so usually usually once a year we'll have an intern um, and we don't we don't take on provisionally licensed therapists but we'll take on an intern usually every year mm -hmm. um, and that's always one of their tasks so we have like great we now we don't do it digitally it's a great idea actually mm -hmm. and thanks a lot for adding another thing that I might want to now do no, right. <laughs> uh, as I we're know, talking like, about big ideas yeah. and not getting uh -huh. bogged down. Um, but we have um, these really great 
uh, binders that are, I mean, huge, but so beautifully organized by population, mm-hmm. by specialty, by um, and and beautiful ta- like tabs. It's just really really nice and mm-hmm. multiple binders that you know people can just pull out and then be like, I'm having a trouble working with a client on this, and it'll they'll just flip to that page. Oh. Be able to see like uh, 15, 20 different types of handouts, worksheets, uh, parts of that's books. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, but that's what that was you part of a clinical one too. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's well, wicked smart. Clinical. What are you doing? What do you? Think? I'm thinking for clients, but for oh. clinical, that sounds amazing. Yes. So you're thinking like, more like what worksheets that they can just take home and do? Yeah, kind of. Like I, so we, have, we do a lot of couples. It's kind of the same thing. We do a lot of couples therapy. Right. So even like basic concepts, like talking about, um, like talking about stuff. conflict. Yeah, like talking yeah. about conflict, talking about attachment styles, talk implementing like yeah. Yeah. So we but have not, that, so we we have that similar stuff too. So for with our cool. we have, we have uh, I don't know eight or nine couples therapists that do EFT or Gottman. Yeah. Um, and and so we have these binders as well that are essentially the the things that are in that we learn about through Gottman or EFT or yeah sure any of those. Um, but we just end up. I mean, some of our clinicians, I'm sure, are just take making copies and giving them to clients. But a lot of them yeah. they end up using it in sessions with them as well. Um, yeah, that's so, but that's that is. I feel like one of the things that my the interns when we bring them on really value during their downtime is being able to organize that because they have to read it and they have to look at it and figure out where does this go and how, like what's that, you know, our couples binders aren't just all couple stuff. I mean, it's all couple mm-hmm. stuff, but even that is organized by um, attachment, by communication, yeah. by awesome. infidelity, by, you know, all of these different yep. um, themes that oh my God, come. I love this so yeah. much. So yeah. you should, this is something you can easily hand off to your provisionally mm-hmm. licensed folks where you're maybe, you know, paying them whatever your, you know, admin rate is, but maybe having one or two that are, you know, the ones that need extra income or that mm-hmm. also have, um, you know, that do all of, all of yours do couples work. I mean, I guess I would, it doesn't really matter what their work is. Yeah. A lot of, um, let's see, two are getting training coming up to, and two currently so we have three of us do couples therapy, two are going to be actively pursuing training and then like starting slowly. So that will be five of the set of seven of us who will be doing couples work. So what I would do is see who you feel like would be good at do- doing these things um, mm-hmm. at getting the right types of worksheets and all that kind of stuff. Cause you really want to delegate and not be the decider of all of it where they have to. Yeah. Okay. But then mm-hmm. have them make a Google Drive folder or several Google, Google Drive folders that are by specialty area or whatever, and they can be plopping in those worksheets and they can organize it. I mean, you can really structure inside of a Google folder. You can have multiple folders inside that are that structure um, all the books and worksheets and whatnot that you mm-hmm. want clients to be able to look at. And then mm-hmm. you can take a look at that before someone else plops all of those things onto a website in a very nice fashion however that's going to mm-hmm. look later you know what i'm saying but you should you yeah know, the person that's figuring out what worksheets they should that should be there yeah no, what the organization of it should be sure. and, um and this is one of those things where you're not going to have to be like there's no way that they're it, it, you still have to see the final product before it gets mm-hmm. you know put out into the world on your website mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that, i think that's such a great idea for them to do just because it's it familiarizes them with it too. yes yeah mm-hmm. In like a way more in-depth way rather than just me talking about something during supervision or... Yeah. That's yeah. what I found too is when we... I had like kind of a half-assed one before, um, binder with worksheets. Mm-hmm. And I found that like no one ever went to it. 
And it wasn't until our uh, one of our interns, maybe three or four years ago, put it together. And every year when we have a new intern, they're looking at it. They're going to therapists and being like, are there any extra you know things that you work on with clients that you think is important? So they're the ones that are you know, kind of actively, you know, each year checking in with each therapist um, mm-hmm. and bringing the binder that fits in with their specialty and saying like, are there more things, new books that you've read or new, um, mm-hmm. art, you know, articles that you've shared that would be important? Because obviously, um, clinicians who they who don't have to focus on that aren't going to focus on it and and make sure mm-hmm. to keep it up to date. But having people like, you know, that whose kind of job it is to um, you know, once a month or once a quarter or whatever, update it. Yeah. They'll they'll be the ones that take kind of authority and and check in with people to see like, is there anything else I can add to it? Um, mm. I think that's a great way to to get that thing done <laughs> without mm-hmm. you doing yeah. it, really. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's um, cool. Okay. I I guess I my how I want to wrap it wrap all of this up is when it comes to the big ideas. I mean there's some of us just have the personality that feels, and I think you and me are probably very similar in that sense Mm -hmm. where we come up with these really big ideas and then we want to run with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, uh, two months in, we realize we haven't had a time to relax. Or for me, Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is I feel like I'm like whack-a-moling everything, you know, where I'm like, I'm jumping in and I'm doing a little bit of this, you know, getting into the school systems. And then I'm jumping in, you know, for three hours and talking to my clinical director about opening a new location. Then I'm jumping in and, (laughs) and I feel like of it's getting completed right away because I'm trying to complete five really awesome things at once. Right. Um, So that, that ends up being what my default is. If I'm not super aware, one of the things that has worked for me is one, I, I know that you don't have this right now, and maybe you have it in a coach or someone else or a friend who's a group practice owner, mm-hmm. but is my, with my clinical director, I'll come up with these ideas and will you know, she knows the vision for my practice and she knows what makes sense for us and what doesn't. And so, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, I override and I say, no, I, I really think this is going to be really good. Yeah, um, right. But a lot of times we, in, in talking about it, she'll ask questions that will make me pause and be like, yes. If I do this, this is not a, um, like right now we're, you know, one of our local high schools, I asked that in the new school year, which would be next month that we're, yeah, they want us to lease, um, sublease space for free in their schools, in their high schools, um, and have urban wellness housed inside of it. So that, um, but then I would have to hire, I mean, it's a whole, uh, it's a whole thing, dude. Um, I have to have new contracts, new paperwork. Mm -hmm. I have to have someone who's in charge of it because I can't be in charge of it. Right, right. Um, and then I have to hire people who are on teacher schedules, right, and pay them salary because they're not going to yeah. be in the office. They're going to be working in one of our offices in the school. Right. Um, and then there's policies and procedures that we have to put in place. Like, so, you know, teachers aren't just throwing mm-hmm. kids down there and because yeah, they right. don't want to work with them. Um, yeah. But in this is something that we've been wanting to be able to do. Um, and now that it's happening, it was something that we realized, you know, as exciting as it can get and be like, Oh, we're going to jump in and do this. Realizing that it's not something that will take a month to set up. I mean, it'll take months and Mm -hmm. months to set up because, um, there's just so many, I mean, every time we talk, wait, there's this thing too. Oh, right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's for me, what I found has really been helpful um, because I get 
full of ideas is one, writing them down and not doing any of them for at least a week. For me, oh. some people, for some people, a day is enough and they can get back to reality within a day. For me, I need a good week or so because I, good? yeah, because I'm, yeah. um, I can get energized by ideas where that's all I think about yeah. for three days. I'm like, I can't even sleep because I'm like, Oh my God, this going to be so great. Yeah. Right. Oh my yeah. Yes, so I, yes. I write it down and I'm like, you cannot do it. Anything with it. You cannot <laughs> talk to a person about it. You cannot, you can't do anything with this topic for at least a week. Um, and usually within a week, I'm either still as energized and excited about it, or I'm like, I, or I found something else that kind of is energizing me more now. Um, yeah. And that's when I'm like, this is how I know that this isn't that important right at the moment. Yeah. If I can fall off of it within a week of not doing anything. Because obviously if you start to do the work, you can kind of stay energized by it, even if it's not yeah. fully in line with your vision or mission or, right. you know. yeah. so that's, that's kind of my first thing is I, I write it down and I refuse to touch it, even though I really want to. Yeah, sure. That's about a week. You know, some, mm-hmm. people need a, some people need a little bit more time, two weeks, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But then the second piece is one, if I'm still energized by that um, and I really want to do something um, I have, for me, I have my clinical director and I, I feel like every person needs a person. So if it's just another group practice owner that's local to them or someone that they can talk to virtually, the where they bounce ideas off of or mm-hmm. coach, whatever. Um, because I find that even though I, I might think I know it all <laughs> when it comes to my practice, mm-hmm. I'm always surprised at the interesting questions that come up when I'm talking to her that I haven't thought about that end up mm-hmm. either being something that will make it easier or make it an obstacle that I wasn't thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Those are that's kind of the combination of the the two things that I do to help me not get overwhelmed, and it's not that I don't end up sometimes adding um, ideas or implementing ideas mm-hmm. that I should maybe wait on, um, mm-hmm. but I find that it greatly reduces it. I used to just, I mean, like major whack a mole, and now I tend to um, my yeah my thing usually ends up being. Um, the fact that I have a couple of different businesses and I might be doing one or two things in, in this one and yeah. one or two new things, which isn't a lot in this one. And I put it together. It, that's a whole different thing is having different you know, right. multiple businesses where you might be doing one or two things in each one, which isn't a lot. But when you put them all together, all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like, Oh wait, that's still too many things to do. Way more than, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many clients do you, are you seeing now? Do you, no. I was curious. Oh, you shifted into nine. Got no, it. I had one for yeah, so, yeah. for, for so long. Yeah. Um, and now, no, no, I have none for the past, um, maybe three months now. Wow. Okay, cool. Is there that might, I mean, Uh, no, cause I was at one for the longest time. So that was, oh, so yeah, it wasn't even like a, okay. Even that big. No. Um, hmm. for me, I feel like the, the coaching stuff feels like clients to me, <laughs> you know, yeah, it basically is. Yeah, yeah. sure. Just yeah. in a different way. Yep. So I, okay. I, I can't do that for me is like too much of the doing piece. There's just yeah. so much, there's like so many wheels turning in the mm-hmm. group practice to, for me to be able to, you know, be focusing on like my thing in the office with a client. Right. Um, there's just too many moving parts um, and ideas that I have for it uh, in terms of mm-hmm. like the community involvement and stuff. So yeah. Um, although I have people that are pretty much doing everything to make the business run. I don't, I don't need to technically do anything in my business. I am just in terms of the um, making sure that the wheels are all turning and, mm-hmm. uh, completing, you know, like I said, we have lots of things that are going on, um, that I'm kind of keeping my pulse on, um, mm-hmm. that I, it just needs my attention in that sort of way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Unless yeah, I, I decide curious. to float at some point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which 
based off of my personality probably won't happen for a while. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't um, really see that happening either. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just have to, you know, find your thing. And I, like I said, I would try to have someone that could be your sounding board for mm-hmm. the ideas piece before implementing it. And then maybe setting some sort of timer because are you, are you like that? Where if you don't yes. do it for a while, all of a sudden you look back at a checklist that you made of things you needed to do. And all of a sudden half of them, you're like, eh, that's not yes. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm like, not, I'm not as excited or it feels like not as pressing as it did or not as grat- Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. See? Yeah. That's smart. Um, I'm thinking too, even with like the clinical director role, the person that I have in mind, having that part of that is the sounding word piece. So part of the, you know, she's part of a, a leadership team, so to speak, then Mm-hmm. Like she ends up being my right-hand person right? for like ideas. And she's in some ways more grounded, more um, <laughs> like, yeah, like you said, a lot of ideas and I can chase them pretty easily. Yep. And so to be able to talk to someone who's like, okay, and have you thought about, you know, that's yes. That's kind of how me. my clinical director is too. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I, I, I run away with ideas and she like is, I'm the balloon and she's like the string. Yeah, right. Down and is like, calm down. <laughs> You're not doing this. <laughs> about like Philip the chocolate boy from Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. I love you, you know, like, I love you. Like, <laughs> runs off with the jungle gym. Oh my God. Yes. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, Lauren, my clinical director, likes to say how we work so well together mm-hmm. um, because we're so opposite. And mm-hmm. it's funny because a lot of times people think opposites you know, in business will be hard, would be hard to get to, you know, work together, but it ends up, you know, because our communication style, we work, yeah, we work just well together in terms of how we communicate. And, um, and and I think it, you know, we, it might be a little urban wellness might be a little crazy if both of us were like me, we might be doing a thousand things at once because she'd be like, great idea. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. And instead she's like, hold, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like a little child. I'm like, why do we need to hold on for a second on this? (laughs) She's like, boring. So, so, funny. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think having a clinical director too, as I'm thinking now also like, yeah. what is something that, cause I, there's other small things that I'm like, I want to get, I need to get this done. I want to get this done. You know, like little tweaks here and there that yeah. if I could just hand those off to somebody well, why that I trust. Why don't you hire someone who's fully licensed? Well, you have someone now on the back burner, right? So you can- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's so hard too, because I, um, I'm not from this area and I don't, I did my PhD program back in St. Louis. I moved to Columbia. So the people that I know and trust and yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. Yep, yep. it's really, Oh yeah. Like it's the hardest thing. And I, and yeah, I should, I mean, maybe that's the thing too, like putting more emphasis on bringing someone on who's fully licensed and like I can sit and have a clinical conversation and be like, okay, this person knows what's up. Like, right. all right, I, I trust this. Right. And someone who specializes in couples. I mean, yeah, I think all of the above is like that would be ideal. That would be so ideal. And 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 I don't know. Like yeah. and I I think I tried that before and it, I've I've just struggled finding people. And so yeah. But if it's something yeah. that you really want, then you just I always think with with the hiring process, mm-hmm. it's when we're in this place of either having made a decision like, yes, I'm going to hire my first person or yes, I'm going to now look for a clinical director or like where we're in this hyper-focused state. Um, Mm -hmm. It ends up for whatever reason, the world works in a way where oftentimes it takes way longer than we anticipate or we have like bad hires or whatnot. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. usually in the times when we're not fully focusing and we're not, um, you know, hyper-focused on that thought that someone just plops into our, to our laps. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if you're not, 
opening your doors to a fully licensed person, they're, they're probably not going to plop in, but maybe just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, having it thrown out in the world that that's what, you know, you're looking for and then just letting it be and not having that be your, your focus, you know? Yeah. yeah I think that's fair. But you also did mention that you have some provisionally licensed person that you're, you've kind of like saved the seat for. Yeah. I would love for position. her. Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, I would, I would love for her to be the clinical director. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that. Um, I so, so another thing I learned, I know we're going way over time, so I'm going to stop after this You're one. Good. Yeah, sure. Um, but I've learned that um, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. I mean, that's obviously very obvious. Mm-hmm. But um, I have been so good at, and it's that I've learned now actually wasn't very helpful, but I've been really good at maximizing space and maximizing the use of people, like having a clinical director who can support me. Now I can check this thing off and I have an mm-hmm. intake coordinator. So I can check this thing off. I don't have to be mm-hmm. that person anymore. But when you have just one person who's doing all of one thing, if anything mm-hmm. happens, that one person it always falls back on you. Yes. Uh, and so I've been in this place of kind of um, collecting uh, a little bit more in mm-hmm. the different areas. So, you know, I have the clinical director, but now I have a supervisor in each of the locations. So if anything was to happen, we have kind of backup supervisors for uh, case consultation and um, with billing support because, you know, we have just a really large practice. We have just sometimes the clinicians forget to check or click the charge credit card button until after the client leaves and then it says declined and and then we have to have someone call, like things like that. Um, I have now two billing people because um, I found that when one's on vacation, who's the one that has to do it? Obviously me. And and it's... You don't, I don't know. I, I just didn't think about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with this clinical director stuff, that doesn't necessarily mean you can't have like maybe this one person that you're waiting on that can't yet be a clinical director mm-hmm. um, becomes a clinical director. But that doesn't mean that you can't in the interim have a fully licensed person come on board who is a supervisor or just a supervision. Because for me, mm-hmm. those are two different things. Right? That would be amazing. Yes. Right. Because mm-hmm. the only thing that concerns me with what you brought up is that you have all of these things that are pending. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait for it all. So it's yes. not helping you right now. No, it's not. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I, I get that you have this, some spaces saved for people. Sure. Um, and the only thing that I'm, you know, is coming up in, in this conversation now is, um, you know, maybe finding someone who's fully licensed who can do some of the supervisory things or support in some of the clinical case consult stuff or... I know you said that's something you love, which I guess would be something you have to think about is... Yeah, um, but also like loving something and having too much of it is like, you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's fair. Um, We are ending. Um, We're going 20 minutes (laughs) over. So I'm sure people are going to be listening to this on two car rides. And I always... (laughs) always Sorry. No, no, no. It's my fault. I kind of went blah, 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 blah for a while. (laughs) Um, But hopefully that gave some initial things to think about. Um, Yeah, it does. And then I'll get you back on shortly to oh, yeah. talk on um, weekend intensives. Weekend intensive. Mm-hmm. So, um, just stay tuned for that, everyone, because we're going to have a fun conversation about that. All yeah, right, that'll guys, be awesome. Happy Monday to you. Thanks. Thanks, Maureen. Yeah, we'll talk later. All right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.